As soon as I start the podcast, uh, I start getting text messages and emails and shit like that. But uh, but hey, everybody. Uh, hey, everybody. It is uh, me. Yeah, boy. Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got a wean dog right, right next to me on the couch. Sadie Dog is on the floor, standing up and staring at my desk. Sadie, why are you staring? You all right, you big weirdo? I know, I know you're in the beginning stages of dementia. Go on in the cage. Get in the cage and lie down. Huh? Huh? Looking over the cat trees, I do not see the cats. So longtime listeners know. That means they are upstairs shitting on my bed. They are shitting on my bed. They are shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. They're shitting on my bed. Taking a dump. Stu, why are the cats shitting on your bed? Why are you letting them shit on my bed? I don't control anybody, everybody. Um, I'm just kind of here. Everybody does whatever the fuck they want. I don't have any kind of control. You guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, I'm Stevie Callister. I am uh, the host, social worker for a long time, comedian for a long time. Uh, now I'm in the midst of trying to find a job and be, be a... Uh, member a productive member of society is that possible but uh i want to know before i get into my day i want to know how your day was how was it was it good was it fun was it exciting did you do anything cool i hope you did i hope you did oh uh, why because today is a uh, monday april 3rd happy april 1st freebie of april uh monday april 3rd 2020 trace hopefully it was a good day at work good day at school good day doing whatever the hell you were doing maybe you maybe you had off like i did maybe you uh went and did something fun i i didn't do anything fun i had a job interview i um i have been doing my best to stay employed. I mean, other than quitting my job. <laughs> Still, you were employed last week, and now you're not employed. How? You're, apparently, you're not very good at being employed. I am aware of the irony, everybody. I am aware. Trust me. Nobody is more aware of the irony than yours truly. I'm just trying to do what I can. Uh, to keep my mental health well. I I'll tell you this. Um, 
I was not doing well at the old job. I was uh, mentally crumbling. <laughs> I wasn't sleeping well. Uh, I hated life. I was I was angry. I'm angry anyway, but uh, it wasn't good. Hence, hence me leaving the job. And so now, uh, doing what I can. Like I said, I had a job interview this morning. And uh, it was kind of weird. It was a job interview with an employment agency. And uh, I had to go in and and I they had me do all of this fucking paperwork. They, they were having me do paperwork as if I was employed because they were like, oh yeah, direct deposit, insurance, and da-da-da-da. And I, and I said to them, hey, uh, I don't even know if I want the job. Tell me more about the job, right? What's the job? What's the job? What's the job? And they had, they were having me do all of these like, are you a fucking idiot uh, quizzes? Like I had to like, I had to look at a ruler and then I had to figure out like what an inch and a half was. Like I'm not lying. And I said, it's my cock. <laughs> What's an inch and a half? My cock. <laughs> what do you think their response would have been if someone actually said my cock <laughs> oh god so I, I'm getting through all this paperwork and then they got they're having me do like a saliva test for drugs and they give you like this lollipop that's a sponge it's a sponge on a stick and you got to keep it in your mouth i remember when i worked for child protective services we did that a whole lot when we're going and checking on people we'd have these drug tests where we would fucking you know sponge on a stick give me that shit bitch and apparently it's more i think i think it's better than it a urine test, I think. Maybe it isn't. I know hair follicle is like the best. So I'm, I'm doing all this shit. And I'm still just like, what's the job, you fucks? What is the job? Tell me what the job is. No, don't start, ween. So the guy takes me to this woman in her cubicle, and she's got... <coughs> Holy <coughs> shit. What is going on? Um, I don't know what the fuck is happening. The dogs are going nuts. It's crazy as fuck. I don't know what the hell is happening. What the fuck? I don't think anyone's here. I didn't hear anyone knock on the door or ring the doorbell. Why you guys? What is happening? <coughs> Fucking weirdos. Um, will you stop? Stop. Why? Oh. She's got one of those computers that has two monitors. <laughs> so I'm sitting at her desk 
and she can't see me because one of the monitors is in the fucking way. I'm like, what? what is what is happening here? Is this how we do things nowadays? Like, so she's what she's doing is, I, I guess I'm technically, they have hired me as like an employee for, uh, for the the employment agency, right? I'm like, what the, f-? and so like, then they hire me out to other places. So she listed me like three or four places that were looking for people for driving positions because essentially that's what I feel I'm going to end up finding, you know, maybe like a merchandising job, something dumb. And um, none of them sound really good. And so I just, eventually she goes through the spiel and I say, hey, uh, before I sign up for anything, I want to wait because I've got, you know, feelers out for other jobs, which I do. And I said, why don't we just hold off here? Can we hold off here, lady? I don't don't want to feel like you fucking have hired me and I don't even know what the hell is going on, right? I usually don't know what the fuck is going on. And usually I know what I'm, like, interviewing for. (laughs) Apparently I, I didn't today. So I left, everybody. I left. And I said, thank you very much. Nothing bad. I, she gave me a folder of information, and I took her card, and we're all good to go. All right. Oh, Christ. Um, I did get a phone call later in the day for another job working for, like, a tire company, which is funny because that was what my, my dad did for a good portion of his life, was working for a tire company. So we'll see. I got a phone interview with them tomorrow. It was funny. The lady called me, and I'm talking with her. And she's like, oh, yeah, I can't talk to you long. I got to go to a doctor's appointment. I'm like, well, then why the fuck did you call me? Why the fuck did you call me then if you can't talk to me? So I got got a phone interview with her tomorrow. We got other shit out there. So we'll see, everybody. I'm not going to remain. Clearly, if I want a job, I can grab a job. So we'll, we'll see what the fuck's going on. God damn it. I hate it, though, when you put out all this information, you're putting out feelers, and you're just like, ah, oh, gross. All of this is gross. It's all gross. I, um, I was taught, I went, uh, yesterday I went to my buddy's house, and we watched more of the uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania was two nights. Saturday and Sunday, and both nights I went over to this guy's house and we watched WrestleMania. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys this: I I enjoyed it enough. Would I ever go out of my way to watch more of it? No. Would I go out of my way to see it live? No. Um, I I much prefer like the the smaller independent promotional shit because I'm thinking like they had the the, the event was happening at the stadium where the Los Angeles Rams play, the football team. And so there's 80,000 people there. And I'm thinking, like, you're all the way at the tippy top. You can't see shit. You can see a football game, maybe, but you can't see a wrestling match. That is ridiculous. And I, I don't know what the guy's paying to get in, but I'm like, why? You can sit at home and watch it at home. 
have a better experience at home, but whatever. I'm, I'm not into it. Like I said, I'm not into it, right? But I'm talking with my body. And I, I, I don't know, maybe you guys are in the same situation I am. Maybe maybe you're not. Maybe you're, maybe you're crushing life. Uh, hopefully you are. Hopefully you're crushing life. But I told him, I said, I feel like the jobs that I have are just so that like I'm surviving. I'm not thriving. I'm surviving, right? In, in the sense like, I'm doing okay. My my bills are getting paid. I'm not destitute. Alright. I'm I'm okay. But at the same time, I don't feel like I'm getting ahead. Right? I'm not quite living paycheck to paycheck, but it's getting there. And that uh that blows. That feeling blows. Knowing like all of a sudden I can have like car issues or I can have another fucking medical issue. Where I'm in the goddamn hospital for a fucking a weekend and it's gonna take me a goddamn year to pay it off. It's ridiculous, right? So I just want a job that will be okay, that I don't fucking hate. It will it will get me ahead in life, and there you go. I had a listener, Mark, uh, has a new job, and he's like, hey. Uh, we're looking for, for people. Uh, he works for uh, Enterprise Car Rental. I'm not exactly sure what he does there, but that's where he is. And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, it looks like they got they need drivers uh, in the Grand Rapids location. I'm like, all right, I'll go look. And the description of the job is great. But the pay was just fucking abysmal. I mean, it was the kind of job that I'm like going, this is someone like in high school should do this job. And I'm like, who are they attracting to do this job? Are they just attracting like people who are retired and they're just doing it part time? Like it was, it was unfortunate to see because the job itself, I see all these jobs that are just like great. And for me, I know me, the job for me is like, this is the job. Go do the job. You're not going to have a ton of interaction with people because trust me, everybody, I am done interacting with people <laughs> right if it's just like do this do that there you go and i think that's why i like the driving job because so much of it is like all right i'm in the vehicle and i'm driving and i'm i'm getting from a to b and i know how to do it let's fucking do it and there you go uh, but did uh did any of you guys watch the wrestlemania did you like it was it fun was it good was it exciting because uh, I'll tell you guys, it was like, it was just not a whole lot for me. It was okay. I don't know these wrestlers. I don't know the storyline. I commented this week on one of the guys being a jobber. And a jobber is just a guy who's talent enhancement. He's the guy like that gets beat on to put the other guys over. Uh, you know, not necessarily good wrestlers. And this guy, I'm like, oh yeah, this guy's a jobber. <laughs> he just he looks like a jobber to me. And everyone's like, oh no, he's not a jobber because da 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 da. He's the guy who sacrifices and he's taking a lot of shit and da 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 da. I'm like, yeah, you're describing a jobber. <laughs> you're describing a jobber. So just kind of weird. So, you know, I was just trying to get a lot of people seem to enjoy it. The lot most people seem to say the first day was better than the second day. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, a lot of shit was predictable. It's the whole, like, the referee gets knocked out. There's interference. There's this, that. 
For whatever reason, Snoop Dogg was there too. I don't understand it. Snoop Dogg is one of these guys. I'm tired of Snoop Dogg because they're just fucking everywhere. Snoop Dogg is everywhere. Kevin Hart is everywhere. Pete Davidson is everywhere. I'm tired of all these guys that you can't fucking escape. There's no reason for them to be there. Why the fuck is Snoop Dogg there? Apparently Snoop Dogg, uh, unbeknownst to me, is in the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, now, I don't understand how he is because he is a dude that's smaller than me. He's like six foot four and he probably weighs about a buck seventy. Uh, he's fucking a goddamn scarecrow. He should not be in a professional wrestling hall of fame unless he was like a manager. And even then, he is real shitty on the mic. Listening to this guy talk, holy fuck, he is not good at it. This guy might be a professional entertainer, but fucking Christ, put him on the mic? Fuck that. This guy needs a script. Give him a goddamn script. He wasn't able to fucking do a fucking thing. Fuck. Speaking of fucks... <laughs> Uh, listener Mike Pellerito, Mike Pellerito, um, Mike is a, a, a good friend of the podcast. He uh, let me have, a, we did a, a live podcast at his house. Uh, God, it's probably been like two years now. But uh, we, we did it at his house. It was great. He loves to put these uh, sound bites together, these clips, a montage of dumb things that I do. So he sent a new one today, and uh, I would like to play it for you. This is clearly a not suitable for work. So if you have your speakers on at work, well, first off, you're stupid because this podcast in general is not, is not meant for uh, anyone to listen to, to the general public. Uh, but this is a, a, a minute and 23 second clip that Mr. Mike Pellerito put together for me. Here we go. Eat my ass. <laughs> right off the bat. Eat my ass. If you have a problem, fuck you and fuck your mom is what I'm going to tell you. There's also a theme to this. You'll quickly catch on to the theme. And I'll tell you to your fucking face as I shove my fist in it. Fuck you and fuck your mom. God, fuck you and fuck your mom. Fuck you and fuck your mom. Fuck you and fuck your mom. Go fuck yourself and fuck your mom with your balls. Well, fuck me and fuck my mom. I know it's Easter Sunday and everybody, but fuck you and fuck your mom. All right? Fuck you and fuck your mom, right? Hey, man, guess what? Fuck you and fuck your mom. <laughs> fuck you and fuck your mom. Come over here and eat my butthole. Fuck me and fuck your mom. It's just so funny. I know I'm vulgar and uh, I'm not funny 
and uh, I, I use swearing as a crutch, but I love it. Uh, so there you go. You heard it. I posted that one and uh, the three other ones that he has done for me. One was a year in review back in 2019. Another one was my rants about Facebook. And then there was another one where I just go, what? The whole time is pretty funny. I posted all those on the Patreon. On the Patreon. What the fuck's the Patreon, Steve? The Patreon's a paywall. Where if you guys want to hear more shit, get more shit, see more shit, whatever. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, search out Elemental Podcast, and you'll find it. You'll find it. You'll see. And uh, just five bucks a month. So if you want to hear those things, I appreciate Mike doing all that stuff for me. And uh, there we go. There we go. Uh, I really don't have much else to tell you guys. I took the dogs for a walk. It's always nice. The weather's kind of kind of shitty. Apparently it's supposed to rain later, whatever. But I took the dogs for a walk. And as I'm, I, I put my headphones in, I, you know, I got my Bluetooth uh, earbuds. I don't like, like the Apple ones that just kind of like dangle from your ears. I like ones with cords on it. Why? Because they fucking pop out of my ears all the time. And that's the last thing I need is for me to fucking have one of these things fall out of my ear on the ground and then I step on it or something because I'm stupid. So uh, I got these ones that has a cord that I just put behind my neck and there we go. But the one, one of them wasn't working. I don't know what the hell happened. So now instead of like the stereo, I got mono. <laughs> I got the mono phone and I'm just hearing things in, in the left ear. But then... Like halfway through the walk, the one in the right ear started to work. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I'm like, going, am I going to have to buy new ones, earbuds? Because it's just annoying to hear it in one ear. But now I don't. Uh, all right. Uh, nope, don't want that, don't want that, don't want that. Easter is on Sunday. Um, there is bad things happening for a lot of people here in Michigan, and I'm assuming everywhere. Uh, hopefully this doesn't pertain to you or anyone you know. Because um, it's just unfortunate. It's the uh, SNAP program, which is the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. It used to be called like food stamps here in Michigan. They call it like the bridge card. And, you know, it's just a way to help people who are having some problems, some difficulties, whatever. They got a lot of kids, whatever, to, to make sure that everybody gets fed appropriately. And um, they're cutting back, everybody. They're cutting back a shit ton. Um, and people are losing a lot of funding. And it's going down to, like, the bare minimum is $23 a month. $23 a month to eat. <clears throat> I went to, excuse me, after my job interview, I went to the grocery store today. And my bill was like 60 bucks. <laughs> and I don't buy uh, anything excessive, I don't think. I mean, maybe some people would think it was. 
I, you know, I buy, I buy store brands. I buy shit that's on sale. I buy shit that I have coupons for. Right? I'm trying, I'm trying to do what I can to pinch a penny. So I can't imagine someone trying to stretch out their dollars to 23 bucks a month for food. Right? I, I realize these people now are going to like food banks and shit like that. But I'm like, fucking Christ. And in this article that I'm reading, they 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 talk to these different people who all have different kind of uh, lifestyles, well, not lifestyles, but different, different situations that are going on for them. First one was a woman who's 46 years old. She's from Detroit. She's got a 16-year-old son. Her uh, food benefits went from $500 a month, which would be great. Fuck, that would be great for me to 23 bucks a month. How do you go from 500 to 23? I don't understand the rationale. I don't understand how it gets cut like that. Like it, it becomes ridiculous. And she says 23 bucks a month. She's like that's a, one meal for him. One meal. Another lady, 69-year-old lady from Lansing. She gets she now is getting 26 bucks a month. She lives with her, uh, her son lives with her, and uh, they're just trying to do what she can. And she's like, I'm grateful for any help. And she's like, the 26 bucks is better than nothing. <sighs> she's retired. She's got some health issues. She feels like she'll probably end up having to go back to work. This guy is 56, lives here in Wyoming, Michigan. He went from $250 to $23. He, uh, he's on Social Security because he had a, a work injury 20 years ago. Probably blew out his back in a manufacturing job. And he's like, I got medical bills, medicine. You know, you just try to do what you can to, to stretch it. And then there was the, uh, this last lady, 55-year-old um, living in Jackson, Michigan. She was getting $180 a month. Uh, it dropped down to $128. So she's getting 32 bucks a week, which is pretty good. She re She's another lady who injured herself back in 2007, blew out her back at a factory. Um, and she says now she's, um, <clears throat> excuse me, she eats once every three days so she can afford her medicine. So that's why I, get, I always get a little pissed when I hear people talking about, uh, you know, welfare queens or welfare kings, these people who are living high on the hog, and I'm like, no, that shit does not exist. I mean, there might be like one instance of someone, but it's because they're committing fraud, clearly. But these programs, again, as a social worker, I'm a fucking bleeding heart. Uh, they're meant to help people out. I always would tell people, I'm like, oh, if living on welfare is so great, then fucking uh, switch positions. <laughs> switch it. Go live on welfare for a while. And then you'll quickly be like, oh, this is shit. I don't want any part of it. Everything that led me to believe that it was great is fucking incorrect. So I don't know what's going to happen. How is it going to get better? Where is the money going to come from? I'm always curious. Like, I honestly believe... And like these social service programs, we need them. People need them. There also needs to be a way for people 
incentives to get people off. Like I get, there's clearly always going to be people who need these services, people with uh, severe mental health disorders, people who have developmental disabilities, right? Th th those are lifelong injuries that are going to prevent them from probably leading a, a, as good a, a life as you can. But now like somebody like me, who's just being a fucking idiot right now, encourage me to get the fuck off this shit. How, you, know, you don't want to have these guys stuck in a perpetual cycle of poverty or needing assistance. And that is clearly for people who are much smarter than I am. People who probably don't listen to the Elemental podcast. <laughs> fuck. Fuckity fuck. Fuckity fuck. This lady is doing... That's just going to be my buffer music. Fuckity fuck. Fuckity fuck. I'm moving on to some other shit. That's what I'm doing. Fuckity fuck. This woman is, she's trying to get herself out of poverty, get herself out of debt. This woman, what the fuck is her name? Jasmine Taylor. She lives in good old Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo, Texas? Fuck. She's 31 years old. And uh, back two years ago, this lady owned a shit ton of money. She had $6,000 in student loans, $9,000 in credit card debt, $10,000 in medical debt. Fucking Christ. This is like 80000 bucks right there, right? She's fucked. I can't imagine being $80,000 in debt. I mean, that's like uh, getting a law degree or some shit, right? Uh, so what she did is... Um, she came across something and she's like, oh, what the fuck is this? And it is called a, this money formula, this budgeting formula. It's called cash stuffing. Have you guys heard of that? I had not heard of this before. And what it is is you take cash and you shove it into envelopes, individual envelopes. So you're like, this is an envelope for groceries. This is an envelope for car insurance. This is an envelope for uh, my mortgage or rent or whatever, right? And you're, you're putting it in there, right? Because what it does is, um, and I 100% agree with this, it's real easy to spend stuff on cards, right? A credit card, whatever. Like, oh, this is 100 bucks. Ah, fuck, put it on my credit card, right? Ah, I don't give a fuck because it, it's like it doesn't exist. It's like it's play money. But if you have a $100 bill and you're like, hey, uh, buy this for 100 bucks," and you got to give them like right there in the moment, you got to hand over that $100, that Benny Franklin, you're probably going to be like, oh, fuck, I don't, I don't really want that. Fuck that shit. So back in February 2021, she decided to try cash stuffing to make sure she'd stick with the budgeting plan. She began sharing her experiences on social media. Because again, everybody, if we're not sharing our experiences on social media, are we really participating in life? <laughs> are we really like doing good deeds? Am I really losing weight? All right. And the answer to that is no. I haven't done a good deed unless I tell everybody about it on social media. I haven't lost any weight at all unless I got some dumb fucking workout video or a video of me on a scale. 
saying, hey, I lost five pounds this week. Great. Great. Uh, as she shared her experiences, people were drawn to the envelopes, binders, and other saving tools she used. Taylor didn't have steady income just yet, so she used her spring 2021 stimulus check to kickstart her business. Baddies and budgets. Whatever the fuck that is. Uh, her business ventures have allowed her to pay off her debt. From April to December 2021, I paid off $30,000 in debt, and then all the rest of it I paid off in 2022. How the fuck did she pay off $30,000 in, in fucking, like, uh, not even a year, like nine months. What the fuck? Now I got to look at what the fuck is baddies and budgets. All right, I'm going to it. Baddies and budgets. It's a website, baddiesandbudgets.com. And it's all about all of this shit. Oh, she's making binders and wallets. So this is all shit that she came up with to sell people to help them with their own fucking shit. So, fuck. I, I was with her. Now I'm not with her. All right, she's got a video here. Let me crank out this video, see what Let's she has to say. how to get started. A lot of times you guys will catch me on Facebook or TikTok or somewhere, and it's just like, uh, I love the method, but how do I get started? How do I do it's it? It's pretty simple. First step, go ahead and pull your last two to three months bank statements, print them out, Yeah. grab you a set of highlighters, get uh -huh. you at least four to five different colors. Yeah. And you want to go through those bank statements uh -huh. and highlight the categories. Okay. Your eating, your bills, your shopping, anything. So, right, you like your groceries. If you eat out a lot and you buy groceries, those are your All right, enough. I don't give a fuck. Uh, hey, but good for her. Good for her. I, I do like the concept of your spending less. Taylor said cash stuffing involves two different types of envelopes. Envelopes you carry with you for variable expenses. Envelopes for sinking funds like car insurance, maintenance, travel, holidays. I don't know. Do I really want to fucking carry a shit ton of cash around with me? Because, I mean, again, that's also part of it, too. Uh, you're carrying around a lot of cash. You're paying everything with cash. Hmm. Taylor said she was sick to her stomach when she realized she was spending so much on Amazon. Those little $12 purchases can add up to well over uh, $500 if you allow it to happen. Yeah, yeah, well, it's just, again, it's just paying attention, accountability. So I like what she's doing. I don't like how she's taking advantage of people <laughs> with her own company. Hey, I fucking got stuck in a cycle of poverty. Uh, but if you follow my video here, I'll get you out of poverty because you are allowing me to get out of poverty. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Fuckity fuck. Fuckity fuck. Uh, I hate politicians. I don't really care if they're a Democrat or a Republican. For the most part, they're all shit. They're all interested in their own stuff right are any politicians out there working for you the answer to that is no they're not and uh just so you guys know there are some um de uh some republicans state republicans down there who are trying to do something stupid 
Um, three North Carolina Republicans are supporting efforts to do away with participation trophies in government-run youth sports leagues. What the fuck? The GOP back bill filed on Thursday would bar local government-operated youth sports or recreation groups from giving away awards for participants based solely on their participation and restricts awards to those based on identified performance achievements. <sighs> okay. Here's the, here's the thing, everybody. Um, clearly, I'm an old man. I'm an old fuck. And um, when I was a kid playing youth sports, I participated, I played soccer when I was a kid. That was the sport. I didn't do baseball. I didn't do basketball. I didn't do football. I did soccer. Soccer. Did a lot of soccer. And uh, every year we played. Um, at the end of the year, you'd get a little certificate saying like, hey, Stu McAllister participated, played for the Dynamos, great job or whatever. And then they would give you a little patch that looked like a soccer ball and it would have the year on it, right? If you won the league, everything was gold. You got a gold uh, fucking... Um, why am I blanking on the word? Certificate. You get a gold certificate. The patch you got was gold. And if you didn't win, you got, it was white. The white certificate. The white soccer ball. Whatever. As a kid, even though I was like, when I started playing like six or seven, I knew, and unfortunately for me, that was the year I was on the team that won. We won everything. Because that was, uh, th th that was the league where somehow all the, the best kids were all on the same team. Like nobody actually knew who was going to be good. And just coincidentally, everybody who was any kind of good was all on the same team. And we just dominated everybody. And then I was never, ever on a team that ever won. Ever. I was always on a team that was like mid to shit. <laughs> but it was all about having fun. I had fun. I made some friends. Whatever. But back then, I knew too. I knew. Like, yeah, hey, what? Participation. We played. Here we go. We're good. And you know why? Because, I don't know, the hundred kids or whatever that played in this league, 90% of us were shit. We weren't good. We just were out there because our, kid, our parents wanted to get us out of the house for like an hour or a fucking week or whatever, right? Get, get that fat fatty off his ass. And fucking running around, kick a ball, whatever. Why is he playing soccer in jeans? <laughs> I think there, I know there was one. We always got soccer pictures too, team pictures. And I know there's one picture of me where I don't, I don't remember why, but I wore jeans. <laughs> I was out there. I, I don't know if I played soccer with jeans. Fuck, what a loser. Ugh. But yeah, it's why do we care? I don't care. If you if these kids are out there and they're playing, they're doing something. Hey, thanks for playing. That kid couldn't have won if you weren't here to fucking lose. Thanks for playing. That's how it should be, right? Not everybody wins, but that doesn't mean that you can't be acknowledged or recognized, right? 
Ugh. Gross. One of the fucking state senators, Bobby Hannig. What a name, Bobby Hannig. We're not teaching our children, or excuse me, what we're not teaching our children is to be prepared for life. Be prepared for failure. Do I really want to teach a six-year-old kid about failure? When kids are growing up, they're being taught it's okay to just be okay. You don't have to be the best. Yeah! Jesus Christ! This guy is saying the opposite of everything that's right. It's okay to be okay. I don't think we really need to tell everybody they got to be the best because you know what? We're not all going to be the best. I was an okay soccer player. Pretty much everything that I've ever done in life, I've been okay. Some, I'm a little better than okay. Some, I'm a little worse than okay. But probably like most people, I'm in the middle somewhere. Who gives a shit? It's okay. Uh, let's see. The bill received criticism from North Carolina State Rep. Deb Butler, who emphasized in an interview with the Asheville Citizen Times that the bill impacts children and not competitive athletics. Competition is fine, and acknowledging who ran the fastest or who threw the ball the farthest is all good. But why in the world wouldn't we want everyone to have that sense of community and belonging? It's preposterous and a colossal waste of time. Yes, Deb, yes, finally, someone from North Carolina said something correct. <laughs> Usually I expect dumb hillbilly gibberish if it's coming from North Carolina. <laughs> That's how they talk down there. You ever meet someone from North Carolina? It's like, gah, 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 gah. <laughs> Are you speaking English? Gah, 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 gah. <laughs> Fucking dummies. Why? Why? Parents, I know there's a couple of you that listen that are parents. You got your kids in sports. Like, I know, all right, I'll talk about uh, Adam House. He's got uh, daughters who are like a dance troupe. I know his kids did dance. I know his oldest son was like on the swim team. I don't know. Is your Are your kids the best? Are they in the middle somewhere? Probably. Does it matter? But parents, tell me. I'm curious. Do you really give a shit about this? Is it a bad thing just to give a kid a participation trophy? I think kids all know. At least I did. Are kids very different today from when I was a kid? Because, like, I knew. I'm like, yeah, we played. We sucked. We lost. Whatever. We were out there. We had fun. We showed up. We did what we had to do. Sometimes I feel like I need a participation trophy at work, right? When you go to work. Sometimes people just need to applaud you and go, hey, you know what? You came into work today. Great. Great. This job is shit, but you still you managed to come in. That's kind of how I felt at the tail end of the job that I just left. I'm like, why am I going into work? Why? But I did. I got a question for you. Why do you listen to this podcast? It's horrible. <laughs> Ugh, I'm going to end it, though. I'm ending it there. Uh, please send me a participation trophy of some kind, a participation certificate. Thank you. You guys all get one. Uh, that's it. I'm done. If you guys can do me a solid, please like the Facebook page. Please like the Twitter page. Uh, please check out my Tee Public store. Please check out my Macari store. If you can't find the links to either of those, let me know, and I will send them to you. The Tee Public store, are, I have four designs that, even though it's like a t-shirt store, you can get all of the designs on uh, bumper stickers, coffee mugs, 
t-shirts, whatever. So even though it's a t-shirt store, you get whatever you want. And the Macari store, excuse me, the Macari store, it's mostly sports shit, but I got a lot of different kinds of shit. So uh, if you can't find the link, let me know. I'll send them to you. If you could rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, that'd be sweet. Please don't rate it if you don't like it. If you don't like this podcast, please stop listening. I will encourage you to stop listening. Probably most podcasters are not encouraging people to stop listening. But if you don't listen, to, if you don't like this podcast and you listen for it for like, I don't know, hate purposes, spite purposes, whatever, stop. Make your life better. I'm going to encourage you to make your life better and to stop. But if you do like it, Please rate, review, subscribe. Apparently, it fucking helps this podcast in some way. And then we can do the five things for me. If you guys are new to the podcast, uh, this is what I do. I These people help support me, and I'm not going to help support them, okay? Bear Boards and Tables has an Instagram page. Go like him over there. Bear like a grizzly. Bear Boards and Tables. Mark makes a lot of shit out of wood. He's very crafty. Very cool stuff. He's got a link to his Macari store on the Instagram page. Go check it out. See what he's got for sale. If he doesn't have anything you want, ask him to make something for you. He can. He's that kind of good, everybody. Go do it. Bearer boards and tables. Head over to Facebook. Check out uh, the Sunday Slaw. I mentioned Adam House. He and his wife, Stephanie, they do this thing where they eat a lot of coleslaw. They make videos of themselves eating coleslaw. They give it the yay or the nay. They like it a lot. So go check them out on Facebook. Hit the like button, The Sunday Slaw. Check out Magic JVM. That's my boy, John Midgley, social worker, magician, swell fella. He's got a page on Facebook for his magic stuff. Go check it out, Magic JVM. Stay on Facebook. Go find Extra Levels Gaming. It is a retro video game store in Holt, Michigan. And none of you live near Holt, Michigan, I'm sure. So head over to their website, extralevelsgaming.com. And buy some old video games from those guys. I know I got some old gamers. You're fucking old gamers. ColecoVision and television. Do any of you guys have an old ColecoVision? I did not have a ColecoVision. Uh, but my buddy, when I was a little kid, they, no, he didn't have ColecoVision. He had a television. So we would play the Intellivision. I had the Atari 2600. That was as sophisticated as I got when I was a kid. But go check them out, extralevelsgaming.com. And the last but not least, Matt Harper. Uh, he's got a page over on TikTok and Instagram, Matt Harper Art. He's got a little store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. He's got he sells a lot of clay gnomes. So if you uh, Easter's coming up, so if you guys want to buy some gnomes for Easter, gnomes for your kids, check him out on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. Check him out on uh, Instagram and TikTok, Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. And I got a hold of him. He did. Uh, he had a show, comedy show on Saturday. He said it went great. So that was great to hear too. So, uh, so that's it. Consider subscribing to the Patreon if you could. Just five bucks a month. You get all that extra goodness. You get those four uh, audio clips that uh, Mike Pellerito made for me. They're very funny, or at least I find them funny. Not suitable for work stuff. So uh, you guys are great. I love you. Thanks for listening. I will see you tomorrow for another Patreon. Or I'll see you on Thursday for the next freebie. Thanks, guys. You're wonderful. Love you. We'll see you. Uh, don't be a bitch. We'll see you. Bye.